Hi, I'm Ian. And I'm Alex. And this is... Hugs and Misses! Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hugs and Misses, where we talk about the dates that ended in hugs and the ones that didn't. Alex, how are you tonight, my friend? I'm feeling free, Ian. Yes! And I'm proud to be an American. America! Or at least I know I'm free. <laughs> I love it. I had a great 4th of July. What about you? Oh, fantastic. What did you, uh... I ate too much food. Yes, I good. I made stuff blow up. Good. I hung out with family. Good. And I, uh, I, I ate, I ate more food. Yes. Family. Food. Friends. Fireworks. Food. <laughs> in that order every year delicious fourth of july is one of my favorite holidays is it I really it. we had to unfortunately cancel the big family party that we usually have because of uh, what's going on mm-hmm. um and we didn't want to expose some of the more uh what's the word vulnerable absolutely of us um to the uh the, to covid if you believe in COVID. Yeah. If, if, if it's, I mean, we all just know it's because of the 5G towers. Gosh, whatever. I don't even want to go there. It, But anyway, we had a relatively, I mean, if you could call it like a quiet 4th of July. <laughs> what I mean by like quiet. Comparatively. Yeah. What I mean by quiet is there were less of us when things were exploding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, it was a great time. My wife and I spent some time with her family on the 23rd and then with my family on the, I mean, not the 23rd, 23rd. on the, on the third. And then with my, f- what and, year are you from? Well, here's the thing. That's the, I mean, that's the benefit of being in Utah, right? Is not only do we have the third and the fourth because we used today, the third to celebrate the fourth because it was a, because the fourth was on a weekend, but in Utah we have pioneer day. Mm-hmm. And so when the pioneer day falls on a Saturday, we also get you know, the 23rd off to celebrate it in the state holiday. So I feel like all of July for us is just a great big celebration of heritage and, and freedoms. And it's a lot of fun. I love it. You have big 24th of July plans too. Um, well, usually we do. I mean, usually here in my hometown, we have a huge celebration, right? It's, um, it's kind of like this town's, um, heritage day, Mm. Like Heritage Days, okay. we have a huge Pioneer Day celebration because I mean the majority of the people who still live in this town are direct descendants from from pioneers. Oh yeah, this is all the uh, the early establishments on this side of the valley. Right, right, and it was it's a it's a ton of fun, and I take I like holidays because they're just unique opportunities to show people around you that you love them and to show your significant other how much you love them. Mm, that's very sweet. So how do you show? Cassidy, you love her on the 4th of July. I, let's see, what did we do this time? Well, we spent a lot of time not only together, which is good, which is which is like the baseline, right? You better be, <laughs> you should be with your SO. How do you show her you love her? Oh, I hang out with her occasionally. <laughs> well, I'm with her. When she um, earns it. So that's, so that's like, so that's like baseline. Right. Um, but I think something that she did for me, right, was she calmed me like down because I felt really bad because I was the one who said, Hey, listen, we should cancel the party. And I told my parents this. Mm, and I'm like, that is not an easy call to make. I wasn't right. Cause my parents are, get super excited about it and they love to do it. But I was like, man, it was two days before. And I was like, I got to do this. I got to speak my mind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, should I do this? Was this the right call, babe? And she's like, of course it is. It's fine. You made the right decision. And she backed me up 100%. 
And so that's one of those really cool, unique opportunities, right? Where, I mean, even though it was an unfortunate thing, like canceling a party, mm-hmm. you can still in that show love with support and you can show, um, you, you can kind of show an ulterior vision of, of the a perspective of well, you, things. You cancel it because you love them, right? Right. Exactly. And so, I mean, that's what it was for, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't because I was like, oh, it, <laughs> I really don't think they should come. Let's just tell them it's because of the COVID. Tell everyone to not come. Why? Do 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 I do we need a reason? Do we... <laughs> what do you, what do you, I don't understand the question. I don't I don't get it. Um, but yeah, everyone was bummed. But it was it was relatively quiet, and I got to spend some time. You know what's weird is that my siblings are now to the point right where they're with their SOs, and again, it's it's not so weird because I'm the oldest. And so I feel older watching my siblings now getting engaged, right? One of them's engaged. One of them's like promised to one and another one. My sister wasn't even there with us on the 4th of July because she was with her significant other on the 4th of July with their family, right? So this is all just way weird to me. Happy. I'm happy. Very happy. Um, but it's it puts things into perspective. Oh, yeah. I'm the baby. So I didn't, I didn't get that. I just I had to wait and prove myself <laughs> while everyone else is off. Getting married and having children. You're my baby. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> oh gosh, that's the weird thing. Is like, I don't know the next time when like all of my siblings and family will be together mm-hmm. for the Fourth of July because everyone has right in-laws now, and everyone right. goes to different parts of towns or states and, to right. see them. And Fourth of July seems like one of those things where it's not like Thanksgiving or Christmas, where, for example, you, like, switch off. Right. It just seems like one of those things where, hey, whatever's going on and whatever's convenient, we're gonna go do it. <laughs> Who has dibs? Right. Absolutely. And, uh, for me, usually either my mom is a state away, so that's that usually, we don't go see her, and then my dad usually ends up working, so it's I'm I'm gonna bet most Fourth of Julys are gonna be with my wife's family, right. just for just because it's for the foreseeable future. Because they do things, yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's fine. Good. But you guys had, had a great, great time. time, right? I did. We had a wonderful time. They, you know, grilled their own burgers and hot dogs like real Americans, and of course, there was this delicious jalapeno jelly Ooh. that you spread on your burger. Ooh. It was amazing. We played we played board games and card games. That sounds and- so sweet. And we, we talked about uh, building our house. We're building the house now. Yes, I know. Congratulations. I'm very happy for you. There's a there's a hug all in itself, but you know, yeah, we no. some people just go straight from you know, dating to okay, let's build a house now. It's crazy how that how that transitions. It so happens quickly. a lot faster than I mean and, and for those of you I know sometimes it feels like this might be taking too long or it might be taking too long to get to the next step, whether that step be buying a house or whether that step be marriage or whether that step be moving in together or whatever it is. But everyone moves at their own pace. Absolutely. It, it, you know, it does. You shouldn't measure your progress of the relationship compared to someone else's. Some people are still just waiting for a message back on Tinder. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of which, I haven't read all of our story yet, but I did see the first sentence, and it does contain the word Tinder, so I'm going to assume, Alex, that our story this week has a little bit to do with a dating app again. Indeed it does. I am very excited. And with that, if we don't have anything else, I say we move right into the mist for this week. Let us begin. So, I was 24 when I first downloaded Tinder. I did not understand the concept of Tinder, and I didn't realize that people had, like, written profiles and more than one picture. 
Oh, no. I would just swipe left or right if they had a dog, because only good people could have a dog. I mean, let's be honest, like, that's basically how Tinder gets used already. No one reads the profiles or looks at the other pictures, right? They no. Just, animal instinct, first picture, swipe left or right, and that's is that it. A, is that a puppy? <laughs> Uh, wonderful wonderful um i matched with a guy with dark with dark hair and he was over six feet tall which were my minimal requirements and we started talking mm, of he course sounds perfect <laughs> he could be an escaped convict and as long as he's six foot tall ladies he's free game for you isn't he did you say six feet tall i did i did i, did. <laughs> I also but said did... he escaped from a prison does that bother you <laughs> well i mean he he like really hurt a guard like on the way out too i can change him dude this is i mean this might be somewhat like sexist of me to say but girls love a like a, like a savior case like they love to like fix them is that like i'm trying to think of like a male or a female equivalent a female equivalent is a, that like the female simp? equivalent of a goth girl <laughs> Dude, dude, don't get me started on don't get me started on my goth GF man. Um, but I, you know, it's like with girls, it's like, oh, I could save him, and with goth girls, the guys are like, I don't want her to save me. <laughs> I want girls, her to like, corrupt me. I want her to damn me. <laughs> I see damnation in her eyes, and I'm not frightened. What's that, honey? Nothing, honey. <laughs> just, just, uh, just at Costco eating the pizza. Just not uh, not thinking about damnation. Um, oh, I'm speaking of damnation. My friend Facebook stalked him and found out that he was really into the occult, like six 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 and Satan everywhere. Which the occult and Satanism or Satan isn't necessarily the same thing. Oftentimes they are, you know, related, but not necessarily <laughs> the same thing. Like cheese and wine. Yeah, to a degree. I mean, I love food, you know, analogies as much as the next guy. You know, every every wine guy probably has some cheese, but not every cheese guy has wine. You know, that's absolutely. And now that I think about it, I think that actually really works. Because I'm 100% a cheese guy. I'm a cheese man. But I'm not a wine guy. I'm not a wine guy, but I can guarantee my friends who do have wine know what cheese it goes with. Absolutely. (laughs) Because there's pairings. Because they're cultured. Absolutely. And me, I'm like... Pairings means like crackers, right? <laughs> Do I dip the cheese in the wine? <laughs> like, is that how that goes? I don't. Is it like a? Is it like a buffalo sauce? I don't. <laughs> is it like a reduction? I okay. Here we go. I didn't really look much too much into this. Well, good because because the next he's six feet is, tall. Yes, we decided that the we were gonna watch a movie. Okay, so they they get together. He's like, I have this film I'd like you to watch. Not that there's anything wrong with anybody who's in the occult or or even anybody who is a Satanist, right? I mean, it's a religion. I mean, there are a lot, there are a lot of religions, right? And from the sounds of, I'm not like saying everyone go join like Satanism, right? What I'm saying is just like, let's, you know, don't judge a book by its cover, right? Let's judge people by their actions, which I'm assuming he acts in a very not good way. <laughs> <laughs> Not every Satanist a bad is a bad person, right? But I can't help but feel like this is foreshadowing of something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if it wasn't, he wouldn't be a Keith, and this wouldn't be a story. Now, would it? It wouldn't Correct. be a miss. Um, so we picked out a boring movie, and my bulky second-hand TV wasn't helping either. <laughs> Dude, I've done that. I've watched the Super Bowl, or tried to watch the Super Bowl, on one of like those old, uh, like, no bigger than 
maybe half that computer screen, like one of those old ones with a big old back. Oh yeah. And everything's scratchy. You can the only sound coming out of it is like from from the rear of the TV, which made sense apparently. Well, you remember being like 23, 24 or maybe better yet, just go back to like your first apartment okay, or maybe your go. first college dorm. Yes. Like no furniture was yours. Everything was either something your parents bought you or something you got from, like, the DI. Dude, that's why I liked going on new apartments on the mission, right? Like, every time you went, there was always, like, a new surprise. Like a people fresh had left, start. People had left jackets. People had left, you know, uh, writing utensils. Oh, a box of ties no one likes? Well, there's got to be one good one in here. Different boxes of goodies. Anyway. Um, so, they're watching a movie. The secondhand TV isn't helping. There was very little. There were very little moments of getting to know you conversation during the movie, right? This is why I don't suggest movies on the first date. And the either movie, go, either yeah. going to movies or like or like watching them. It's just it's really hard to like talk to the person unless you're straight up doing like mystery science theater, <laughs> <laughs> which is the greatest. Which is the greatest. Which your family introduced me to, by the way. Oh really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh gosh, that's that's so good to hear. I love watching that. My mom will call me and just quote that to me sometimes. I love it. She's my favorite. What were you saying about the movie? Oh, the movie. She. I'm trying to remember what movie because she told me which one she watched. It was. I think it was like Exodus, Gods and Kings. Oh yeah, that one that? was really weird. I just remember it's something like you can't like half watch it like you no. have to be invested in it you like think you can't you, talk during it you think you know the story of moses <laughs> I, you I, you don't i i'm familiar with prince of egypt <laughs> which is the best adaptation can we just say i know there are a lot of older folks who love the who love the 12 oh, sorry 12 10 commandments right that that old movie but prince of egypt's the best adaptation i'm just gonna go for it i mean come on I you can't beat it. It's fantastic, fantastic. And Exodus Gods and Kings is just not just. <laughs> I mean, we're not a movies podcast by any means, but I feel like I'm safe to say it's you know it didn't win anything. <laughs> we talk, we talk a lot. I know we talk a lot about movies, but it's easy to compare. Okay, <laughs> we have no other point of reference. <laughs> this is why this is why romance and relationship is like messed up in our generation because we literally compare everything to movies and TV shows. <laughs> we have. Of course, it's better than a magazine from the 1950s, I suppose. Yeah, or like the new, like, whatever Netflix show they poop out every two weeks. 13 about, Reasons Why. Or, or like Love is Blind or oh, whatever they do. 90 Day Fiance. Like, let's, let's have these people who met 12 hours ago enter into marriage and then wonder why they're so angry all the time. <laughs> why would we show it on TV if they get along? That's stupid. No, that's stupid. No one wants to see that. Everyone liked that. Um, we did have like a friend who was on like the eighteen married, or like a teen and married, or what? What is that called? Oh, something like that. I remember, uh, what's his face? Elder Alexander. Yes. Right. I remember that. Right. He was mm-hmm. on. He was on like. He he was super young, and his wife was super young, and they were on that TV show. Mm-hmm. They turned out fine. I oh, think yeah. I haven't I haven't caught up with him in a while. Hope you're doing well, buddy. But um, <laughs> they seem to do okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so once the movie had ended, I wasn't really sure whether or not. <coughs> Bless you. I'm so sorry. You okay? I'm good. 
Hay fever, huh? Hay fever. <laughs> I got the sweats. Once it same. Once it ended. Okay, so once the movie ended, I wasn't sure whether or not to have him leave or if we keep talking. It was my first time having a guy come over to my apartment, and I lacked social graces. Trust me, I I feel you there. I know exactly how that feels to be superly super socially motivated, and then all of a sudden just lose all of that mo- like motivation and momentum and just immediately want everything to end and for you to be alone and go home. Or like the opposite where you have all this momentum because it's like exciting. You're on a yes. date. You yes. have, you're in someone's apartment. You're like getting to know them and you have like nowhere to put it because you don't know how to have a conversation. You don't know how to like talk to someone, which you've said this time and time again, you know, just ask them questions. Just and ask questions. Fine. Just ask questions, and and I know sometimes they're like, well, then they're going to talk the whole time. That's good. Trust me, They if the other person is talking the whole time after you ask them questions, now that's important. If they talk the whole time, that's one thing. Sometimes that can be annoying. But if they're talking while answering your questions, answering the questions that you asked, that is completely different. And they will look back on that experience, and they will love you because of that and think that you are amazing and nice because they were talking the whole time. People love to talk. Whether they say it or not, people love to talk about themselves. Correct. Um, and so asking them questions, things like that, they love to talk about it. They love to talk about themselves. And afterwards, they're going to be left wanting more because they generally just felt good being around you. And they didn't even know why. And it's because, you'll realize, it's because you were asking them questions. And they and they and it's like subconsciously, oh, wow, they care about me. Yes. Also, <laughs> a really good excuse for if you have like nothing very interesting to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> In like these awkward social boring. situations. And then there's the other social trap here where you don't know if you're supposed to leave or not. As Yeah, either the guy or the girl. I mean, either if you're just over at someone else's place. I'll tell you this. I'd rather leave and be wanted to stay than stay and not like be wanted to be there. <laughs> Absolutely. Do not overstay your welcome. Absolutely. A piece of the pie, not the whole thing. You don't want to leave and I'm sick afterwards and being like, oh, I don't want to have to do that again. If she has to tell you or if he has to tell you <sighs> that it's getting late or if they should probably be going like multiple times. Take I've the, watched this happen. Take it's a the, nightmare. Yeah. Take the hint, man. I've sat in the back of a car and watched two people have a conversation multiple times. They've been like, well, I should really get going. And the guy just, so anyway, this, uh, podcast i was listening to earlier it, uh, it's mine mentions it with my friend it's called hugs, hugs and, and misses. misses it was me it was me <laughs> no but stop talking about me it's a nightmare let people go they're not gonna want to hang out with you if you're like a social trap this yeah absolutely and this is why i always this is why i always tell people the first date should be relatively short Mm-hmm. an hour to two tops which is why you shouldn't go see a movie because there's no time one it doesn't fit in the time span and two it uh it doesn't offer any time for you to get to know the other person because you're watching a movie so a short date whether that's a meal just the meal and mm-hmm. a short activity or just the activity between meals or just maybe go get a coffee and then an activity or something like that or not even that just one or the other it's going to leave them wanting more instead of dreading the next time they have to be with you because they know it's going to be such a big commitment. <laughs> yep. I'd rather I'd rather go on another date that I know is going to be 20 minutes than go on a date when I don't know when I'm coming home again. Especially if it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> also, the less time that they're with you, the less time you have to screw it up. 
the less they figure out about you over a certain amount of time, the better your chance is. It's all about reeling them in. It's like that. It's like the that uh, story about the frog in the boy in the pot, and you boil the water slowly. You don't drop them in the boiling water right away. You put the frog in the in the lukewarm water, and then you turn up the heat. Correct. And then before they know it, they're being cooked. And that's only if you have a great personality. Whereas if you're hot and you don't have a personality, it's more like an anglerfish. Where you're just swimming along and you see something shiny, and then suddenly you're getting eaten and you don't know how to get out of it. That's a really good way. And also, like, you see their pretty personality and then there's nothing underneath. They're just teeth. <laughs> and then the rest of them glow up and you're just like, oh, you're, you're hideous. <laughs> you're, you're ugly inside. Um, okay, so... Um, so he started the conversation, and he asked if I was a Mormon. I told him I was, to which he responded, That's cool. I'm a Satanist. Hey. Hey. Whoa. That's, little, uh, that's different. Little, little opposites there. Yeah. Uh, this caught me off guard. Uh, Satanist, like, as in you worship Satan? And he's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just seems so friendly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I asked what people did in the Church of Satan. He told he told me you have to be true to yourself. You gotta do good to you gotta do good to others. Don't harm animals and things like that. I was thinking to myself, okay, well these are like just basically good things to do. I agree. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, where does Satan come into all this? I asked. He says, well, I don't mind killing. Uh, killing what? The vibe? I asked. Well, th- thought to myself. He clearly had a verbal manifesto rehearsed, and he started talking about killing pedophiles, serial killers, and the such. He would do the vigilante work. He then proceeded to tell me that he would use an ice pick because it's the perfect weapon and you can carry one on you at all times. He then, in one quick motion, pulled out an ice pick to show me. <laughs> You know, to be a perfect murder is in the other person's house with a person that none of the other people know that they're dating and with an ice pick. Do you want to see it? It's like basic. Is that movie Basic Instinct where she kills him with the ice pick? I I haven't seen that one. I don't know, but it's... It sounds like something where before she wasn't sure whether or not he should leave. I bet right about now she's like, okay, now I know if I want him to leave or not. (laughs) Please, please leave. Oh my gosh, you don't just pull... Maybe, maybe, just a tip, for those of you gentlemen, here's Ian's tip for the day. Uh, first of all, don't talk about murder unless she brings it up as one of the podcasts and or documentaries she's been watching. <laughs> Two, don't pull out your mur- the weapon which you said previously in the conversation that you brought up about murder that you would use in said murder. <laughs> We're just racking this up on the uh, list of things to leave at home, fellas. Leave your cheese wheels, leave your ice picks... You know what else we got? Chalk uh, it up on the yeah, and also the list of things I didn't think I'd have to tell people not to do. This would be like a great uh, family feud board. Uh, show things me. to not bring on a date. Show me, me ice pick. It's like number one. What the Ding. hell? All the Satanists are like, hey now, come on. We don't all carry ice picks. I know you don't. I know, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Not all Satanists are bad people. This, I'm not even saying this guy's a bad person. I'm just saying he's really dumb in this circumstance. This isn't a smart thing to do. Why do you have an ice pick? Oh, well, I have it in case I come across a pedophile or a serial killer. I will murder him. Or her. Wouldn't that eventually make him a serial killer? Yes. 
Yes. Okay. I think that's why Batman doesn't kill people or something like that is because like... Because then where do you draw the line? Because if like he kills all the serial killers, then he's like a serial killer. <laughs> like he's... It's like a game of serial killer tag where like... Like, if you're the last one, sta- or hide and seek, I don't know, some game where you're the last one standing. You should you also, win. I think if you kill a serial killer, you should be able to absorb their kills. Like, take account for it. Like, <laughs> like if they killed 14 people and you killed three, and then you killed them, you've killed, like, you've killed 18 people. Or maybe, like, divide their number and round down, because it's like, you killed the guy who killed all those people, so you maybe, you know, you're, like, better. But you still like, you know, it still keeps it a little fair. Yeah, you still got to rack it's up not, the numbers. It's not too OP. Totally. Right. Why are we trying to balance serial, like, murdering? This is just where the podcast has come to, Ian. I know these people <laughs> like, have come like here for funny, funny dating stories and maybe a little bit of helpful tips on what not to do. And You're in the police station. Okay. How many did you kill? <sighs> Sorry. I, I figured this out before, but can you help me? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you're going to roll a d20. And then you're going to find that <laughs> the cop's, like, helping him fill out a character sheet. Roll 3d6. <laughs> keep your highest two. Roll down. And, and and then, yeah, keep the highest two and then uh, and then narrow, and then narrow it down. Um, okay. To sum the last four minutes or so up, don't carry a nice pick on you. Good gracious. And don't show it to your lovely lady who has accepted a date. Speaking of which, the next sentence. I was concerned... The conversation Reasonably. The conversation continued and he eventually asked me if I wanted to make out. <laughs> it's like, alright, now Man. what order is it? Show her the ice pick and then ask if she wants to make out or make out and then bring up the whole murder. As he's talking to thing. a corpse. It's <laughs> like, he's why like, am I asking something you? went wrong here. You don't know anything. <laughs> Jeez. I'm just I'm just being so silly. That's my dog. What do you know? You're dead. <laughs> obviously it didn't do much good for you um i didn't really have any experience and i didn't want to hurt his feelings so i said yes okay (laughs) oh no i mean he didn't obviously care about your feelings when he brought the murder weapon to your home he cared about you feeling the feeling of being murdered see but this is like one of those oh this is one of those situations right it's like we've talked about this before where it's like, what if she said no? And, like, there's that added pressure. Like, just, I know it's, like, not a super high, you know, mm-hmm. statistic. But, I mean, what if I said no and he killed me? Like, what if, like, what if? It's like the same thing with the guy with the gun. Yeah. A couple of episodes ago. The, those guys with a gun. Um, this is not appropriate behavior. Uh, this is very intimidating. This is very scary. And uh, no one should do it. Ever. I mean, I've been in situations where I've been, like, on a date, and it's been like, this might as well happen. Yeah. You know? Not not yeah. even just, no, like, totally. physical. Right. Not even physical stuff. It's just like, well, we were going to go get ice cream, and then we wanted to drive three hours away to this one town to watch this movie that's also three hours, and then drive back, and you're like, well... You can watch that movie in this town. I'm yeah, sorry. but then that's... We're still here. It's like, okay, I guess, I guess this is what we're doing now. And... Same, kind of the same vein. Like I could say no, but at the same time, it's just like you know. I guess, I guess this is just what's happening right now. Fine. I'm not saying I've had a guy bring in a nice pick and ask me if I wanted to make out with him. This is definitely not the same in that perspective. 
I'm just saying I get not wanting to like upset the balance of what these people think the situation is. Yeah, no. Why tip the scale in the fa- in favor of the person who might be unstable? <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know there is a scale. You know, you know like what like why take the risk? I've already come this far, might as well not die, you know? But that's... the ends justify the means. Jace, this guy said, anyway. Okay, so I said yes. However, my upstairs neighbor, woman, I was a caretaker for at the time, invited herself to come say hello, and he just sort of left. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Dude, he was... He was close. (laughs) He's like, witnesses, boo. I guess I'll go find someone else to murder. I want to hear his manifesto. Like, I want to read his description of events and how they I probably get it for you how he think they went how he thinks they went and he's like i was reaching in the back of her hair the ice pick in my other hand i held it high up deep plunges and then the door knocked i quickly sheathed the pick <laughs> sorry i'm not saying like that i'm you know i'm not making up fan fiction about him like murdering you this is this is terrible i'm just saying like you know, let's make fun of it now because we're not really going to get another chance to. And this guy's a creep. All the murder podcast people are like, then what? <laughs> Tell me the story. As a Satanist, do you think it was uncomfortable watching Exodus? No, I, I, no. What are you talking about? Satan's in that. I mean, you can, I mean, anything that I'm assuming is Judeo-Christian and mm-hmm. any belief in Satan, it's just, you're rooting for the other side. Yeah. I- <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, right. it's the same thing. He's like, yeah, go Pharaoh. <laughs> again, I'm not, again, I'm not an expert. I'm just, you know, I'm just spitballing. I'm grasping out it's kind of funny for to a think, joke. I'm it's sorry. Kind of funny I'm not to trying to about, cause an intellectual conversation about anything. It would be fun to sit there in, the, in a screening of Prince of Egypt and having like two teams yelling at each other of like, who's going to win? <laughs> um, okay, so... <laughs> I went into the situation not knowing what I was, when I was going to get out of it, or what I was going to get out of it. Tinder was not the place for me to find a real romantic connection, but a potential satanic murder that I made out with a little. Murderer that I made out with a little. Just make sure you talk to someone for at least two weeks before meeting them in person, and just know what you want before going on dating apps, and do not settle for less. Thank you very much. That's good advice there. I think so. What a story. What a story. I can't, uh, I can't compare. I've never had that kind of experience. I, I, no, I, here's the thing. I can sympathize. I can't empathize. Mm. I can, I can say, well, that is, that sucks. That is, that is the suck. But I have never had something like that happen to me before. So I cannot necessarily say I know exactly how you feel. If we keep this going long enough, we could eventually get like our own brand of clue. Where it's like, where did the bad oh. date happen? Was it the crazy guy in the canyon with the gun? Or was it the Satanist in the apartment with, with the ice pick? Oh my gosh, we're getting there, aren't we? We just need like five or was more it the, rooms. Or was it the or was it the um was it the uh lonesome traveler with the cheese block in the car? <laughs> 
uh, we're, we're referencing previous episodes. If you haven't watched them yet, please go ahead and back on the RSS feed and find uh, Hugs and Misses episode so-and-so. Anyway. They're great. Self-shameless plug. One day I would like somebody to sponsor the podcast, even just to cover, even just to cover, like, <laughs> the fees of, like, the, of hosting. Right. Again, this- just to, just to make us seem more legit. Just, just so I can say I'm doing something. I don't know. I don't feel like, I never like to ask people, like, I know people have Patreon and stuff, but I don't ever feel like asking. No. You know, I don't, one, I don't feel like we're that big. Two, I don't really feel like telling people, hey, we're like, you know, independent artists, sponsor us. (laughs) And usually Patreons are like, you know, if you're a Patreon, you get. If you're a patron. If you're a patron, you get uh, more things. And it's like, I don't know what else we could do. I guess we could give them, like, preference. We could give them, like, the preference on the load list. Like, whoever puts in a story, like, they'll theirs will get featured first before, oh, yeah. you know, anyone else's or something like that. I don't know. I mean, that's maybe we could do our, uh, pay to play. Maybe we can do our uh, After Dark sessions. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think about that. I mean, honestly, like, we want to hear your thoughts. I haven't been an active as so on as active on social media as I would have liked, right? We still post memes, but you know, I'd I'd really like to hear everyone's thoughts and what you guys think, how we can improve the podcasts, what kind of stuff you'd like us to cover, what kind of specials you'd like us to have in the future, things like that. I can uh real quick, we are hugs n misses. Hugs and the letter N misses on Instagram and Twitter. Cool. If you been wondering how to reach us i know we haven't been plugging in the handle yeah we need to but we're hugs and also something maybe i should have saved for the end um but good i mean (laughs) but this is where we'd put in like you know sponsor stuff anyway so i mean for now we're sponsoring ourselves so there's our sponsored material anyway back to the story (laughs) this this episode's brought to you by uh toilet paper and ukuleles you're just pointing at stuff in the room i love you're wondering Gatorade. why I have toilet paper. It's because we have the we have the the D and D map there, and you have to wipe off the marker. Yeah. Anyway, that's what this message is about. Anyway, back to the story. Moving on. What are your thoughts on the whole thing, man? It's messed up. I know it's. I messed don't up. know why anyone feels the need to carry around an ice pick. If she wasn't specific about what he was wearing, but I can't imagine. I wouldn't put it past him that he's got like a trench coat on or something, and he's just got like and nothing pockets else. and <laughs> just pockets and pockets of trench coats in case he runs out like, like like the Batman. You know, he's just fling, fling, oh, he's fling, just fling. tossing ice picks left just and an right. Endless amount of throwing stars. I am the Watcher in the night. But that's you know that's not even like. It's not even like a sat. I don't know anything about like the occult or Satanism in general, but I'm guessing that's not like a common stereotype. Like, oh yeah, Satanists or vigilantes. Yeah, no, I've never heard that. That's not a thing. <laughs> They're that, super like, into killing people. Yeah, if anything, I think they want would want to avoid that. Would they? Yeah, I mean, well, because like, why would you want people thinking your religion kills people? Then how are you ever going to get any, you know, followers or anybody like that? Oh, you, I thought that would like get you points with Satan if you kill people. I don't know, man. I don't know the beliefs. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to research yeah, this. Gonna... But I, I've heard it's just pretty chill. I've heard it's the the things that she stated before, where it's like you know you don't harm others and you believe in yourself or be true to yourself and you don't harm nature. Like I've heard that a lot. Yeah, that makes. sense. And yeah. I'm like, hey, you know, that's kind of that's pretty close to like Christianity. <laughs> don't you dare. Sorry. Don't go there. Sorry. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, they seem nice. 
dude, whatever makes you a better person in my, right. In my humble opinion, of course, you know, some people might say heretic. (laughs) (laughs) However, showing a girl an ice pick on your first date shouldn't be talking about how you want to murder people with them and how it's the perfect weapon isn't super great segue. I don't know how that pertains to any religion, you know, like I don't, I'm not sure that that was necessary. Uh, I think it's really big in like Antarctica or like Alaska. I think, okay, so do you know what an ice pick is? Yeah. What is it? It's like the sharp okay. pick they use to like break up ice. Good. And they like use them on for like lobotomies. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Because like what you're saying with American Alaska, it's not like the thing that the guy falls down the glacier and like throws his ice pick at the last second to like, you know, save him. Well, what are those called? I have no idea. I think those are also called ice picks. Well, I feel like they would work just as fine. I mean, they would, but you wouldn't. I don't think you'd want one of those to like break up ice for like a bar or something like that. Oh. I think they also used to be a lot more popular because people didn't have ice machines. They would just buy blocks of ice. Mm. And so you'd have to have like an ice pick to kind of break off chunks of ice and stuff. Which also, if like you, in like the movies, how they do have that ice, what looks to be a, it is a pick, but it, it's, you know, they use it to climb and stuff. Mm -hmm. They like throw that in and they, they always save themselves at the last minute with it. That would definitely rip your arm out of its socket. <laughs> I think about those kind of situations a lot. Because, uh, you know, in the Spider-Man comics. No. When, yeah. When Spider-Man goes to save uh, the girl, he gets her foot as she's falling. And then it Glenn snaps Stacey. her neck and kills her. Yeah. But you see that happen all the time in movies and they're totally fine. So, I mean, who knew the worst, one of the worst Spider-Man movies had some of the most realistic physics. Here we are talking about movies again with the ice picks. Anyway, an ice pick is a dangerous weapon and you shouldn't bring dangerous weapons on dates unless the date is specifically about going and shooting. (laughs) Like, Like, unless you invite someone to go target uh, shooting. Unless your date says, hey, bring an ice pick. Don't bring one. (laughs) Is that safe to say? says... (laughs) Hey, Ian, bring your Glock. Okay. <laughs> and maybe, and maybe if they ask you to do that, maybe, you know, maybe you should be worried. <laughs> Get ready to defend yourself. <laughs> bring a Nerf gun. Okay, now we're going to have fun. Why do you have that ice pick? Well, I, I told myself I'd only marry someone who can almost defeat me in combat. So, uh, here. <laughs> this is like last week when we talked about I'm only going to marry someone who can defeat me in bowling and he was soundly defeated and this time it's like oh yeah there's another clue room he like locks the door and he, she's like what's going on and he drops one ice pick and he goes defend yourself <laughs> do you want the bowling ball or the ice pick the gun or the wheel of cheese Did, what's the benefit of the wheel of cheese it distracts me <laughs> it would distract me too I would be is that is that Pepper Jack? <laughs> I uh, I don't think they make Pepper Jack wheels, bud. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. I, you know what? I, I'm ignorant. Maybe... What do you know about wheels of cheese? You're right. I should Only what I've seen in Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, but yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, like again, chalk it up to the list of things where I didn't think I'd have to tell people to not do it. Correct. But I think she's absolutely right in saying, like, listen... Get to know this person maybe a little bit before you go on a date with him. Not saying that blind dates or dates off Tinder are always going to go wrong or always going to end up like with a serial killer slash vigilante who wants to kill people with ice picks. Um, oh, he just pulled up a wheel of pepper jack cheese. Okay, Alex, you're right. Good job. 
You win. Are you know? Do you, do you want that? I'm just saying, don't be ignorant. Don't be ignorant. I'm not. <laughs> now I'm not. Now I am knowledgeable. I I admitted my fault. There's a lot of things we've learned here today on hugs and misses. I was getting into like the actual material, and you go back to the damn cheese. Where was I? I don't even remember where I was. And you weren't like the worst part is this was a conversation, and you weren't even listening because you were looking up a gosh damn cheese. <laughs> well, I, I I was getting into something. I was on a roll. Now I'm thinking about cheese because that's who I am. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. Not every Tinder. Are you good? We're good. We're going back to it. Not every Tinder date or date where someone, you know, you haven't gotten to know them for two weeks is going to go wrong. It's just that it might be a good idea to get to know the person before you go alone somewhere with the person. Absolutely. What did we say before? It's all about expectations. Yes. If expectations were set up beforehand, a lot of the stuff that goes wrong in these missed stories wouldn't have happened in the first place. That's also how you avoid those awkward situations where you don't know if you're supposed to leave or not. You're like, hey, let's have a movie, and then, and then, yeah, <laughs> then we'll figure it out from there. And then we'll just, I guess, hang out. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I don't really like hang out. Usually means you want to like touch me. <laughs> yeah, that's usually yeah. That typically, yep, that's what that's what it means. And maybe <laughs> plan for things. And like I said before, maybe make the date very like shorter. So one, you don't have to plan as much. Two. They don't feel like it's going to be such a huge commitment. And three, it's going to leave them wanting more. And they actually want to get to know you instead of being bored of being with you for so long. Stuff to avoid. If you can't even, I mean, and hey, if the point is making out with a person or getting intimate with a person, then hey, you've come to the wrong place. That's not what we're, then I guess bringing an ice pick will get you there (laughs) or bringing a gun, which is definitely not good, right? Or doing a lot of this stuff that these idiots do. This is what you get on Tinder. You know, I mean, if that's what you want, but I, I'm thinking, and a lot of people who've sent us these stories and a lot of people listen to us, that's not what they're looking for. If that's what you're looking for, it's relatively easy to find. There's going to be a lot of lonely souls out there. That's what Tinder's for. That's what, that's what a lot of these are for. Not saying that you can't have a romantic connection on Tinder, right? But oh, that's no. not what you should, that's not just what you should expect, right? I think that's, you know, she made that point too, you know, figure out what you want, you yep. know what you want and don't settle for less. Just because he's six feet tall. Just because six feet soon, because he's six feet tall, and has a dog in this picture. <laughs> he, he's the perfect predator. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's everything I want. Six well, feet tall, and he's got a dog. What does he like to do? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He's got to do something. Look at how tall he is. <laughs> Look, he's tall, and he's got a dog. He's got to be like a firefighter or a lawyer. <laughs> I bet he's hiked the tallest peaks. Uh, but yeah, okay, so I mean, obviously a lot of you people are saying, you're saying the same thing you say every time, but I, I feel like in each story that we tell, it illustrates the importance of some of these things that we emphasize each of these episodes, right? This will all be included in our book. Of course, of course. Um, you know, we're st- <laughs> work, like- working title is Broken Heart, Broken Balls, okay? <laughs> working title, and it's going to be like a heart that's cracked up top, and right below that heart is a is an upside down heart that kind of looks like a sack. Did you just come up with that? On that's the spot? also kind of broken. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, that's actually not bad. That wasn't bad at all. Let's talk about this. Okay, um, <laughs> let's get off this stupid podcast and talk about our book. <laughs> None of this will matter when we're famous authors. <laughs> yeah, first it was when we started podcasting. Now we'll move on to our film and 
author. I just appreciate you because you like can see the vision that I'm like thinking of right with the heart and like the upside down heart. Oh, 100 percent. Like, it's not, and they're both broken. Oh, that'll <laughs> that'll sell. Well, that'll sell. It's a, it's a self help book. Half of it is just like you putting in goals and stuff. Um, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> it, but there's uh, three chapters. One of them is blank for you to fill. <laughs> for you to put your dreams in your dream guy (laughs) you're only gonna need one line that says six feet uh with that alex do you have any more nuggets of wisdom before we sign off tonight gosh i think we've bled this thing dry just i mean what else is there to say really right right so it's it's another one of those where you know we shouldn't have to say it but don't do what this guy did i'm i'm at a loss for words not because i don't know what to say i just don't know how to say them anymore <laughs> and with that if anybody else has any nightmare dating stories please feel free to send them to us on any of our social media platforms or you may email us at hugs and mrs podcast at gmail.com that's hugs and mrs podcast spelled out at gmail.com and with that alex have a great night my friend you as well bye bye thanks for joining us on and miss it crap <laughs> and do you think a do you think a pen could kill someone uh let's find out <laughs>